You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What is going on and welcome back to Bear With Me, a Chicago Bears podcast hosted by yours truly, Robert Schmitz, right here on the Windy City Gridiron Podcasting Network. And we're coming to you a little bit later than we anticipated, given that the Bears traded back from 208 to 217, picking up another seventh rounder. And with the two se- or with pick number 217, they drafted none other than running back Khalil Herbert. Now I've got Jacob Infante and EJ Snyder here with me, two great WCG draft analysts to tell me who the heck is this guy and should I be excited? So I'll let EJ take it away. EJ, who is this guy and should I be excited? We're going to go second question first. Heck yes. Let's <laughs> freaking go. Khalil Herbert, great pick. Uh, Pace had a chance to really sort of clean the draft cupboards at the end of the round here. Um, started off in exactly the right fashion. Khalil Herbert is something the Bears don't have in a back that provides that lightning to Montgomery's thunder. Really good in an outside zone system. One cut and he can go. Is tough and will run on the inside, but that is not his primary place of happiness. You get this guy to the outside on the edge, you get him a crack. Again, he can break a tackle on the way there, but if he gets in the open field, not likely catching him. Really fast, pretty well built, not super undersized. Um, Pretty good in the passing game. I would say the short passing game, maybe short to medium passing game, but he's not a pass first running back. He's very capable there. Very quick hands, extremely quick feet. Really, really like Khalil Herbert. Ooh, now that sounds exciting. I mean, I'll tell you that I, the the biggest problem that I've ever had with David Montgomery, which is a weird thing to open a show with about a fan or a fan favorite running back, but I'll I'll go there because I have to. Is that David Montgomery is that kind of guy where if he had four four five four five speed instead of four six, maybe even four seven, if the stopwatch isn't being nice to him, he'd have been a first round running back. Instead, he was an all tools third round running back, and actually, as the Bears switched to outside zone. I've been seeing it EJ I'm sure you and Jacob both have where Montgomery struggles to get to that outside edge much more than you would have expected especially because I got the impression he was being brought in to run an inside zone scheme that the Bears threw away when they realized it wasn't working hearing that the Bears are loading up with or with I want to keep calling him Hubbard it's Herbert this is not Juba Hubbard um but it loading up with Khalil Herbert and getting ready to run more of that outside zone with Herbert Damian Williams and David Montgomery I am a fan of it makes me curious what they do with Cohen but that can be a podcast for another time Jacob what do you think of the pick yeah and I think that it's a good point that you bring up outside zone running because I feel like the offensive linemen that the Bears drafted also project well in an outside zone scheme I mean we saw that a bit more near the second half of the year I believe I've said that on this pod at some point I feel like I'm repeating myself at this point but Tevin Jenkins and Larry Borum are both quality outside zone runners. Missouri, you ran a lot of outside zone. 
Uh, Tevin Jenkins also had his fair share of exposure to outside zone at Oklahoma State, just the ability to down block as a run blocker uh, and block on an angle and really like roll your hips through contact. I feel like both of those blockers do a good job of that. And Khalil Herbert is very much an outside zone runner. He has that juice, like EJ was saying. They call him Juice Herbert, literally. His Twitter handle is Juice. And I realized that the second I tweeted out my Twitter thread, I said, the Bears added some juice to the running back in Khalil Herbert. That wasn't intentional, but I can see why they nicknamed him that because he's a really smooth athlete. And hes I think that he's fast and he's explosive to be sure, but I feel like smooth is the best way to determine it. Just how effortlessly he moves and he changes direction. Uh, it, it's really impressive to watch. And he's shorter to the, he's lower to the ground. So he's got a thick lower body. And he's a pretty tough runner. He's not just your typical, you know, change of pace athletic back who can't really run in between the tackles. I do think that Khalil Herbert can be the type of guy who can run through arm tackles, shed some uh, tackles at the next level. Uh, Yeah, I had Khalil Herbert as my running back eight. I look back at it. I had him in my top 10 at the running back position around about a round five value. So getting him at this point in round six, I think is really good. And it shows that there's, there's some talent to like in this uh, Chicago backfield. David Montgomery coming off of a good year. Uh, Tariq Cohen coming back from injury. You know, it's going to be interesting to see how much he's used in the running game. He'll definitely be a passing asset. And then Damian Williams probably still has, you know, a decent amount left in the tank. So bringing those guys in and having Khalil Herbert, who also has experience as a return man. Uh, I-, I like this pick quite a bit in round six. And I feel like this has been a trend for me as this bears draft has gone on is liking the pick. And I promise I'm not just being a bears Homer. I, you know, I've done the work on these guys and I actually do like these selections. So I'm a fan of Herbert and round six for sure. Well, you know, it's funny. You call him RB eight for what you think of, for whatever anybody here thinks of pro football focus, they have him at running back number five and the 91st overall prospect on their board. Now their board can be pretty wild. If memory serves, they've got Kate Johnson up there at 76, but the point is you aren't the only one that really likes this pick. And if anything, I'll kick it over to EJ with this. I don't mean to postulate too much, but the more you guys talk about Herbert, the more that it makes me think think that there could be too many mouths to feed if the Bears left Cohen in the backfield, but we've been talking on this show and others about how the Bears have been looking for that slot weapon, and honestly, at $6 million per year, that could fit Cohen's contract and his skill set pretty well. EJ, is it ridiculous to think that maybe Herbert takes a RBBC role in his first year as a Chicago Bear with Cohen maybe flexing out into the slot a little more often? No, and I think really keep going as that flexible weapon as almost wide receiver four, running back four, right? You you put him in the slot as as wide receiver four. You run tap passes, uh, which are all the rage in the NFL right now. You run jet sweeps. You give him, uh, again, what I would call very controlled receptions. And occasionally you line him up as that fourth wide receiver and you flex him back into the backfield and have him run something from a more traditional running back set. That's where he's going to thrive, where you can sort of manipulate the matchup and, and get a win for him, an early win just out of the line. So I, I don't think that's crazy to think about. I really do think the Bears, quite honestly, were even lacking RB2 last year. Now they've taken again the classic page sort of scattershot approach and said, no, we're gonna 
we're going to throw a bunch of assets at this. We're going to go get Damian Williams. We're going to draft Khalil Herbert because it's a good value. Now they have a solid one, two, three running back room, really, no matter how you stack them. And you can do what you want with Tariq Cohen. Yeah. I mean, that's all I could ever ask for. Best part about this, in my opinion, is, and I've been very loud about this. I know a lot of people would say that Pace drafts too many running backs, now taking Jordan Howard, Tariq Cohen, David Montgomery, and now Khalil Herbert. But first of all, I don't think guys named Khalil ever play football poorly. But second of all, putting that joke aside, I also think running back in the fifth, sixth, and seventh rounds is almost always great value. You can get really, really good play players that fall down the board and you guys are making it sound like Herbert is one of those players. Jacob, I'll let you wrap things up before we tie the bow on this podcast and move on to the many other players we've yet to cover. Final thoughts on Herbert. How quickly do you see him getting involved and where do you see him or, and how successful do you see him in the NFL overall? Yeah. So I feel like Khalil Herbert's the type of guy who can contribute in a decent rotational role at the next level. Uh, I don't necessarily think he's a bell cow back or a long-term starter by any means, but I do think he's a nice change of pace back. Uh, I do think that he's the kind of guy that I feel comfortable with. If my starting running back goes down and I'm like, okay, who's the next guy up? Oh, we have Khalil Herbert. All right. Lily can still, you know, run the ball pretty efficiently. Uh, as to how much he'll contribute as a rookie, I'm not too sure. I think we have a lot depends on how much the Bears used to read Cohen out of the backfield this year. Uh, now that they brought in Damian Williams, uh, now that they have Khalil Herbert, they're not going to be running Ryan Nall or Artavis Pierce uh, out there very often, or, you know, so I'm assuming. I think that Khalil Herbert could be the kind of guy to pick up a couple carries a game at his max. I don't necessarily think he'll have a huge role, maybe a couple like two, 300 rushing yards in his rookie year. I feel like that's the type of production we could expect unless Montgomery goes down, in which case I expect him and Damian Williams in that case to, you know, pick up a considerable amount of the load, assuming that, you know, both of those guys make the team. I thought EJ described it really well. He called it thunder and lightning. I'll call it yin and yang running. I mean, Jordan Howard was so anvil and Tariq Cohen was so lightning that back when they were the shock and all running back pair, I completely understand teams just lining up and playing each guy differently. With Montgomery and Herbert, it seems like they're close enough that the defense can't necessarily shift just based on who's in the backfield. This isn't Cohen versus Montgomery, for instance, even though their skill sets are different enough that if you play the wrong guy poorly, he can end up punishing you. Montgomery, a buzzsaw at the second level, and Herbert, a home run hitter. It's nice to hear that phrase attached to a Chicago Bears running back. I feel like we've been missing one of those for a little while, and if memory serves, the Bears don't have like a 50-yard-plus touchdown in almost two years now. And so I would love to see that change, and I'd love to see their running backs when they get those wide-open jailbreak carries finish the, uh, finish the deed. But we will just have to wait and see. Guys, thanks so much for jumping on. Let's move on to one of our other prospects. And listener, we will see you next time. First thing in the morning, as soon as you wake up, the to-do list starts. Does the car need gas? Hopefully those leftovers are still good. Why did I get CC'd Call on? Call mom? <laughs> no. You can't escape the to-do list, but you can make the most of your me time with a relaxing shower using Method Hair Care products. 
Try Pure Peace Volumizing, Simply Nourish Moisturizing, or Daily Zen Shampoo and Conditioner for daily use. All formulated with long-lasting fragrances and are safe for color-treated hair. Reconnect with the best version of yourself. Visit MethodProducts.com to unleash your inner shower. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.